Hey there, I'm Ashley and I'm a proud mama of two beautiful kiddos, a wife, a health and wellness coach, and a middle and high school shop teacher. Hi, I'm Roberta, mama, wife, educator. I'm an entrepreneur and homeschool mom navigating the work, family, social life balance. Together, we will discuss various topics near and dear to our hearts for teachers and mamas, like routines, health, habits, self-care, and so, so much more. Living a healthy lifestyle is for everyone from young children to adults. Health, wellness, and emotional and social well-being starts at home and should be expanded upon in the classroom. Everyone can benefit from the Teacher Mamas podcast. So if you're ready to learn some helpful tips, let's do this thing. Hello and welcome to episode 39. I'm so excited for today's episode. We're going to be talking about various strategies to help kids and maybe ourselves too uh, calm down. This episode has really great information for parents, caregivers, and teachers. Yep. And I'm real freaking excited about it because I was just telling Roberta before we push the record button here that I'm pumped for this episode because I'm a high school teacher. So I have like, I have ways of dealing with my high school kids. And you would think that as a mom of two young little children, that I would be a lot better at this stuff with them, but I'm not (laughs) (laughs) terrible at it. And it seems like every time I try and do something with them, it's when they're in the midst of already having the meltdown and I'm like trying to implement the strategy then, which is not the right way to do it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we need to see strategies with them before they get to that point. And it's something I've been working on, but Roberta has put together a lot of really great info. So I'm going to be learning just as much stuff from her as you guys are this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a good one. So Before we get started, though, just a couple things. First, if you haven't already, go join our newsletter. Um, The newsletter has the show notes for our podcast, our Thursday podcast episodes, as well as some helpful tips for moms and teachers. We have in each newsletter three self-care tips for adults, two self-care tips for kids, and one thing that we are grateful for. And each week we would love for you to hit that reply button and tell us something that you're grateful for too, or respond to something that you resonated with um, from the episode or from the tips that we've shared. Or even if you have your own tips that you'd you'd love to see showcased um, in future newsletters, Uh, we love collecting self-care tips. So um, if you, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. (laughs) fine. If you, if there's something in the newsletter that you would love to see more of, or like we haven't touched on it at all, please let us know. We want to make sure that we're giving you guys the information that you're wanting. And we do want to hear from you. We want to know that we're not talking to ourselves each week. (laughs) (laughs) So hit that reply and let us know your thoughts. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just, and it's, um, it's one way, you know, especially if you hit reply and you tell us something you're grateful for. I think that's, that's one more way to keep gratitude at the forefront of our minds. Um, and we're all about gratitude. So, um, but like we said, we would absolutely love to hear from you. Um, Ashley, what are you grateful for this week? I am grateful that we have a three-day weekend, although we're going to be 
working pretty much the entire time putting our 200 foot long dock in mm-hmm. so fun. and we're missing dad's Matt's dad this weekend so we're down a person um but nonetheless we still get a three-day weekend and it is the last week of school thank the lord because yeah. my high school kids who are making beautiful projects right now um they're finishing up and it just makes me like super happy every time a kid finishes I'm like super proud of them but a lot of them are not quite done yet (laughs) and I have been running around like a crazy person trying to get them done and um so they you know their their planning planning time was was not on par (laughs) and I am like exhausted by midday so I am very grateful that it is the last week of school. <laughs> mm-hmm. I get that. Were. I get that. I am actually choosing to be grateful for all of the rain. Um, I am excited for the three-day weekend, and I am bummed that it's raining when we could be outside, but I'm choosing to be grateful because we're not having so far a drought like we did last year, and that was so hard. Mm-hmm. We couldn't get out on the river, we hardly were able to take the kayaks out. And already yesterday, it was Izzy's last day of school and we were able to take the kayaks out, kind of celebrate out on the river. The river was high enough, which was awesome. And then we had a bonfire because it wasn't so dry that we couldn't have a bonfire because the fire, you know, um, anyway. So I am grateful for the rain, even though it's not always ideal timing. I am grateful that we are getting a good amount of rain this year. Yeah, I think that's a good reminder because um, when we got all that rain a couple weeks ago, uh, Sadie was complaining and like, oh, dumb rain, like blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. I was like, yes, but we don't know who needs it right now. So mm-hmm. let's just be happy for the rain because there is somebody, maybe it's only one person. <laughs> right but yeah let's let's get into our episode so uh, Roberta why don't you why don't you start us off here all right so here we go so countdown strategies is um before I get into the meat of the episode like the reason I think I'm so interested and passionate about it was when I was um teaching full-time and I noticed so many so many kids, and I, as a reminder, I was an elementary school teacher. Um, when I first started off, I was working um, with all grades, preschool through fifth grade, and I noticed it didn't matter what grade they were in, there was inevitably way more than 10 per grade that did not know how to calm down, did not know how to self-regulate, and um, it became part of my job to help teach these calm down strategies to the students, to the teachers, um, and make plans to help each child figure out a calm down strategy that worked for them. And it was one of the favorite things I've ever done because you could quickly see the impact and the change that it made, not only in their in their emotional well-being, but then if they're regulated, they're self-regulated, they're able to sit down and actually learn. So um, then we could see their academics start to improve. And so it was one of the coolest things I've ever done. Um, So that being said, calm down strategies are super helpful as a teacher, as a parent, when you start to notice 
that frustration, anxiety, less focus, irritability, even hyperness um, in your kids or honestly, even in ourselves. And the calm down strategies can be super helpful. Yes, in the heat of a moment, but it's gonna be way easier if we catch it um, when we start to see or feel that frustration starting. Um, that's when it can be um, the easiest to use the calm down strategy and maybe only have to use one instead of multiple um, to be helpful. So rational thought and conversations, they can't happen if strong emotions are at play. Learning can't happen if strong emotions are at play. So making use of one or more calm down strategies is important prior to a conversation about whatever it is that's upsetting the kid. It's super important before starting a lesson if we're a classroom teacher and we see like, I would say even more than like five kids, maybe even less than that. Maybe you see three kids that are struggling and frustrated or starting to be hyper. That's the, that's the time you don't just push through and start the lesson. You take a second, you take a couple minutes to do a group calm down strategy. And we'll talk about some of those things in a little bit, but um, um, so it reminds me, sorry, you were, okay. on the, it just reminds me we had, uh, last year we did like a professional development with a trauma informed specialist person. Yes. And what I freaking loved about this and I wish they would have brought him back. Maybe they will again this year. Um, number one, he not only talked about calm down strategies for the kids, but he incorporated it in with teachers. Like we need this stuff too, because oftentimes we're rolling through our day with no breaks. And like, like right now I've been rolling through my day with kids in there during my prep, trying to get their projects done. And mm -hmm. so I've been in the hallway. I've literally been doing like deep breaths out in the hallway. Cause I'm like, I just need a second like this. is. But anyways, so going back to um, what he said was even, even if you know, you notice it's like just one kid do it with the whole class because mm -hmm. chances are everyone's gonna need it just because like so he's a trauma guy right so we're, we're trying to like focus on the kids that have trauma well the problem with that is you don't know which kids have gone through trauma because mm -hmm. they don't just come out and tell you they don't just say hey um you know grandma and grandpa have been you know abusing me at when I go over and visit them. like they don't come out and say that stuff so mm -hmm. it's our job to just kind of like use it as a whole class strategy so that's what I really liked about him was he just you know here's some really easy we had like three or four pages of tips to go through which mm -hmm. was really helpful and then um and 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 be able to use those with your whole class and especially like after passing time or after lunch when it's really like crazy or when the kids come out of gym and they're really hyper like Roberta mm -hmm. said this isn't just for like when kids are frustrated or um you know like getting angry super hyped up too or like maybe mm -hmm. you got interrupted by the fire alarm or a code yeah. or red or whatever had whatever you guys have for your codes at your school right we're all kind of like hyped up after that happens because we're not in we're not in that calm state being able to learn so 
I think what Roberta is going to go through is going to be super helpful for entire classroom management and also just like at home too, entire like using this with all your kids throughout the day, which is something that I need to get much better on. (laughs) (laughs) When they have that heightened emotion, it's hard to have a conversation even with that child. So like a lot of times as parents, we see they're upset and we want to have that conversation right away and find out why and fix it. Um, But that's not helpful because they're in a heightened emotion. They're not going to be able to, um, one, communicate. They're not going to be able to their fight or flight system has been activated and their communication system is, is not working to full capacity. So it's going to be harder for them to communicate, but also it's going to be way harder for them to remember anything it is that we are saying. Mm-hmm. So um, practicing these techniques that we'll, that we'll talk about in a little bit here to help them calm down will, will help be able to then have that communication and that conversation or start to learn whatever it is that needs to happen. But I think, and Ashley touched on this um, in our intro, we, we can't just do these things in the heat of the moment. We have to practice these techniques when they're already calm. We have to practice them maybe a couple of times, depending on your kid, maybe some you only need to practice once and talk about it once. Others are gonna need to practice regularly. And, and let your kids know, this is something we're going to try the next time you start to feel upset or frustrated about something. This is what we're going to do. And let's practice it now while you're calm so that it's easier to do it when you're, when you're upset. My biggest tip is in the moment to affirm your child's feelings and not, or the classroom's feelings. If you're a teacher, you know, don't dismiss them. Say, I can see that you're frustrated, um, that you're feeling frustrated and that must be very difficult. Let's do, insert the chosen calm down strategy here together. Um, and if you can get really specific, like I can see you're really frustrated with how your brother just treated you. I know that is very difficult. Let's do our calm down strategy together. Then do the calm down strategy. If they're calm, then you can start to have that conversation. If they're not, then do the strategy again or try another one. And there are a lot of different strategies. There's, um, I have a a whole bunch of different strategies that we're gonna go over here, but they're not, it's not a complete list. There are so many more than what I have listed, Um, but these are ones that I have used myself with my own kids or with my students in the past. If you'd really love to support our show, there are two ways to do that. One is to follow the link in the show notes and uh, support us through Patreon. By becoming a patron of our show, you're helping support our art. And in the future, we hope to be able to add some um, bonus content only for the the patrons of, of the show. So go check out our Patreon. The other way to support our show is by reviewing and liking and subscribing to our podcast. So you can do that wherever you are listening, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google, or Amazon Podcasts, on iHeartRadio, or through our hosting website, which is where we kind of live, which is on Podbean. And so all of those are places where you can go rate and review 
our show. The more ratings, the more reviews, the more our show shows up in searches for future people to find. So we're so grateful for your support. So the first uh, thing that I'm going to talk about, technique I'm going to talk about are breathing techniques. And this can be the easiest one to start with um, because breathing and doing it very intentionally is a really good way to um, send oxygen to the brain, which can help kind of trigger that fight or fight or flight response and, and kind of give it that information that, Hey, I'm actually okay. You don't need to be activated right now because I'm able to get enough oxygen and breathe. When that fight or flight is activated, we tend to breathe really quickly. Um, and there's all sorts of other things that happen because of that. But basically if, if we do specific types of breathing, it'll help calm that fight or flight down. And so one of the easiest, quickest ways for, I think, teens and adults is breathe by counting. So uh, kind of rule of thumb, when we're wanting to calm down, we're wanting to ease that fight or flight, you want to breathe in for shorter than you breathe out. So um, let's say you breathe in for four seconds, you want to breathe out for longer than that. So six or eight seconds. Um, and that... Um, helps calm the body down. So rule of thumb, breathe in, and however long you breathe in, make sure you're breathing out for longer. Uh, there are other ways though that I think are super helpful for our younger kids, um, especially when they're first starting to, to learn because, or even kids and adults sometimes, honestly, when you're super heightened counting, you can kind of count super fast or not at all. So anyway, there are different mm. ways. So there's breathing <laughs> using <laughs> breathing using a visual. Um, and there's a whole bunch of these out on the internet and everywhere. Um, but uh, like a, a visual of a flower or a square. And the child is taught to trace the image. And on certain spots, they're breathing in. And in other spots, they're directed to breathe out. Um, and that gives our visual and tactile learners, something really helpful to focus their attention on while they're calming their bodies down. Um, so yeah, I, one of the favorite ones I had was a flower, but there were like even just a box or there were squiggly lines or things. And it just like had a, a little image above that showed like when it showed this image, you're breathing in, when it shows this one, you're breathing out. Um, and you're trying to get that, okay, trace it as slowly as you can, not super fast, and just keep doing it until you start to feel um, feel a little bit more calm. I bet there's like a YouTube video out there or something too for this. Oh, I'm sure. There's Because then I could like completely walk you through. Because I could even imagine like Sadie, she's such a stinker when it comes to this. She'll go, there. Right. I. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but another one too, is if you don't have like a picture in front of you, I think you taught me this one <clears throat> or Izzy did <laughs> Yeah, was uh, using your fingers and tracing your fingers. So when you're going yes. up to your pinky, you're breathing in and then down, you're breathing out. Um, but even that with Sadie, she'll like go up super fast and then she'll go down really there. I tried it. It doesn't right. work. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <She's> so stubborn. <laughs> 
and that's just it. Some are going to work for, for some and some are not going to work. And mm-hmm. it's, I think that's why it's so good. We have all of these different options. Um, another one I really like that I used with my students when I was in the classroom setting and then um, recently picked up the book from the library and I've been using it with my kids, but it's, um, there are different breathing stories and there's, there's a great book called Breathe Like a Bear by, uh, let's see, by Kira Wiley. Um, and I'll link that book in the show notes, but it has different, she calls mindful moments to help kids feel calm and focused and their little stories. So like one of them that we love is pretending you're holding a cup of hot chocolate and it's really, really hot. And so before you can sip it, you have to blow on it and you can't blow hard because then the hot chocolate is going to spill out of the cup. So mm. it's really visualizing and thinking through a story and breathing um, to call, you know, make the, the, the hot chocolate to the mm-hmm. point where you can drink it, but you have to blow, blow your breath out really controlled. Um, and it walks, walks the kids through how to do that. And it has a picture and, and then I'm sure there's gotta be breathing stories like this. Um, same concept on YouTube. I'll have to mm-hmm. look at that. Yeah. I, the only thing that has worked for Sadie I've tried those little windmill things, you know, like those, um, <clears throat> you stick them in the garden or whatever, and mm-hmm. uh, the wind moves them. I've tried those, but she does not, she never seems to get it in the right area. And so then she doesn't, it doesn't start blowing. And then she gets even more frustrated because it's not moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but bubbles has been now you got to find the right bubbles that are easy to blow. Otherwise, same thing. If she can't get the bubbles blown, then she gets even more frustrated. But mm-hmm. literally the only thing that works with her is bubbles. And I haven't needed to lately. She's been pretty good. But uh, before she would ask that I sat with her and I would blow them with her. So, um, but we haven't needed to use them in a while, which is nice maybe she's kind of growing out of some of these things but yeah bubbles for sure because it it forces them to like breathe in and you can't blow them too hard or else they don't blow right Mm -hmm. (laughs) so a lot of times I have to sit with her and like demonstrate to her this is how we blow bubbles and then she'll kind of start calming down a little bit and be able to do it herself but even before that she would do the whole (sighs) see they won't blow but then you know I have to sit down and and help her but the fun thing about bubbles is then it kind of like gets them in a joyful mood too because then they want to like get up and start popping them so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a a double a double thing there so but literally for us that's like the only thing that works (laughs) yeah um I think the kind of both the modification and the big takeaway for this episode is really that everyone can benefit from having calm down strategies, even our little ones. I mean, I started these breathing techniques with Xander as soon as he started being able to, um, to talk and really understand me, we could start doing the breathing with really little kids. I would lift their arms up and we would breathe as I lift their arms up, uh, breathe in 
And then as we, as I slowly controlly like control their arms coming down, we breathe out until their arms touch their legs. Um, I like that one. And so Xander does that on his own now, but he's a little bit more stubborn where I have to say, okay, you need to breathe. You need to breathe. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> and then, and then it's finally, oh, okay. And then he breathes and goes, okay, am I calm now? <laughs> okay. Oh, All right. funny. Good. So he can go from like height, 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 height into motion. He'll do one breath and he's like, oh, okay, I'm good now. <laughs> hey there. So we decided after recording and realizing how much we had to talk about and how long the episode was going to be, we decided to cut this episode into two parts. So what you just listened to, we talked about breathing strategies. In next week's episode, we're going to talk about other types of calm down strategies. And so we can't wait to see you there. It's going to be, it's going to be another really great episode, great tips, a lot of awesome ideas, and um, can't wait to talk to you again next week. We want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us chat about healthy family living. We would love to hear your thoughts or any ideas you have for future episodes. So feel free to message us at the teacher mamas podcast at gmail.com or the teacher mamas podcast on Instagram. It would also mean so much to us if you would leave a quick rating or review on whatever platform you're listening from. If something really stood out to you today, don't forget to share it with someone else in your life that might need to hear it too. Spread the word. Please don't forget to share with your online community and tag us. For more positivity and inspiration on how we navigate life and the things we do on a daily basis to stay sane in the crazy, don't forget to go follow each of us on Instagram. Check the show notes for our handles.